Yes, we do break our promise all the time. That's why our friends and family cannot rely on us. That's true. I'm notoriously, we're both notoriously unreliable people. Yeah, absolutely. No, no one should ever rely on us for anything. We are awful. And the only thing we actually can do consistently, apparently, is this podcast, which is the least important thing in our lives. <laughs> That's why we can do it. <laughs> okay. everybody and welcome to Book Retorts. I'm Danielle. I'm Sam. And this is a podcast where one of us explains a weird piece of media to the other who has no experience with it. Danielle, I have some unfortunate news. I have your all experience? the experience with your media. <laughs> I know everything. I've become the one of the universe. I There's actually nothing think beyond I've my experience. <laughs> talked about this one before, but not to a degree that you should know what's going on. So no, it's I fine. know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I'm drawing a complete blank. So let's do this. <laughs> Woohoo! All right. So I thought I would continue on our robot AI uh, edition from last week and yeah, keep to going. The dark side. <laughs> yeah, power of course, will grow. but with the Danielle twist because oh, you know. <laughs> if this is a, a K drama robot rom com, I would be very impressed. Oh, it's not a K drama, but it may be a Thai drama. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we're back in your comfort zone. Woo! It's the 2022 I Love You, AI Love You. I don't know how to pronounce the title, to be honest. It's AI Love You. <laughs> yeah, AI Love You. AI Love You. AI uh, <laughs> Love You. And it's on Netflix for anybody who really feels the need to watch this after we recap it. Is it a movie? Is it a it's series? A movie. Okay. It's a movie. So it's a Thai movie, though. It is a Thai movie, correct. Excellent. All right. I Okay. I have a couple of things. I'm going to send you the summary and then I'm uh-huh. going to have you, I'm going to actually have you watch like five seconds of the trailer because I want you to get, I need you to be able to visualize, <laughs> visualize this world. <laughs> For anyone listening out there right now, pause the podcast, go to our Twitter, and find the video that Danielle linked for this trailer, because you can then play along at home. That's true, but i also describe it, but I just feel like I want you to have it in your mind while I'm talking to you. Uh, I'm not at all terrified. Let's do this. <laughs> all right. Here is the summary. And you want me to read this first before we do the yeah, video? Yeah, go for it. All right. A modern love story set in the near future, where an AI building is powered by human feelings. <laughs> This sounds like Eureka, but like dumber, where they have that the sentient house. Anyway, due to a software glitch, it falls in love with a real girl, as opposed to a fake girl, like (laughs) Pinocchio, (laughs) escapes the building into the body of a real man, what? And tries to win her affections. Alternatively titled Laser Candy or AI Heart Overlord. (laughs) A lot of questions. It's so good. Uh, also, Laser Candy, amazing title. <laughs> AI Love You sucks. Go with Laser Candy. Come on. I don't know why it would be called Laser Candy. It makes no sense in the context of the But you would watch a movie called Laser Candy. I probably would. Yeah, like, that, I'd watch a movie called Laser Candy. I'd be furious at what I saw because it tricked me, but I'd watch it. Okay, so I'm going to send you the link so you can just watch, like, the five seconds of, the, literally the first, like, four to five seconds. You don't have to watch anything more. And this All just right. gives you a sense of these uh, AI buildings, okay? So, is this, I'm sure I'm going to see in the trailer, but I just want to imagine, like, it's just a regular house with AI, or is it like a mech-looking house? Ooh, I'm excited to see what this is. 
Okay. And we're off. Okay, they look like mechs. They're absolutely <laughs> mechs. They're freaking like... Pause it before it gets too far. <laughs> All right. This is basically... It's like that robot toy you put the, like cassette tapes in when you were a kid. Remember that <laughs> yes. thing? Yes. It's exactly what I mean. Cassette tapes. Boy, anyone out there who's <laughs> under 30 is going to be very confused by that. Oh, it's just amazing. They're just giant skyscrapers that look like robots. They have little like oval heads and arms. <laughs> and so I funny. don't know why you would build a building like that. That it's seems so like funny. they're not mobile, are they? No, no. I mean, they, they can just move. Have the heads arms. move. The yeah, heads the, move. Yeah, the heads and arms move, but they can't like go anywhere. So why have the heads and arms? I don't. I have no idea. I don't know what the arms would even do to help the buildings out. I, take, I guess they can wash their own windows, the but they <laughs> yeah. can't bend over. So they couldn't like they can't like touch their robot feet. So no. they, they can't, like the <laughs> arms are not long enough to reach the entire building. So they can even wash all their windows. Oh, it's just it's one of those movies. It's very visual. So I I, je- I definitely wanted you to be able to see what the robot buildings look like i'm intrigued and baffled <laughs> all right are you ready for this story uh, honestly absolutely not but we're gonna do this anyway <laughs> so let's go so as mentioned all the buildings are robots and the voiceover says no nah, many of them not every single one but a lot of the business ones are i'll be honest i don't even want like a smart assistant from a major company in my home because of how potentially invasive they are i do not want to live in a a building that is sentient that sounds like a privacy nightmare (laughs) the sam is this this movie is almost a dystopian not even almost it's a dystopian nightmare okay like wrapped in a romantic comedy package I just want to establish that from the get-go, that these are, if they're, like, everywhere, if there are no dumb buildings available, this is an an absolute nightmare. Yeah, as far as I can tell, we don't get, uh, like, an intro into all the different populations of this world, but the, some of the buildings are literally, like, moving, and then some of the buildings, I think, are stationary, but they have, like, the AI as part of their everyday lives. That's Like an Alexa, but Yeah, imagine being an AI trapped inside a, a body that doesn't move when you look at all your friends who are like bending and twisted and articulating <laughs> that it doesn't get that into it but the ais are very interesting in this okay so i didn't mean to derail us literally second into your <laughs> recap but there were some world building stuff i had to establish before we got into it that would give us context i think you're gonna have a lot of questions oh, okay guaranteed <laughs> Yeah, I don't have answers. Voiceover Great. says that his name is Dob, D-O-B. He's a smart building, and when you walk into him, he can wave at you. When you get home, he can prepare dinner and start a warm bath for you. In the early days, they were just digital entities, tools to help their human creators. But recently, they were updated with artificial intelligence and now can communicate on a more personal level. They're now friends and companions, or who knows? Maybe someday something more. Okay, wait. Several questions. <laughs> I have so many questions. First off, does Dob like stand for anything? Like data no, only so building or this is actually a very confusing intro because Dob is just a singular building. <laughs> like so I don't <laughs> His name is Dob. It's not like I am the data option building. Or, nope, that's or, his literal name no. as far as I can tell. Do all the buildings have names? Yes, they do. Every AI entity has its own name. Sure, I don't know fine. if it gives itself a name, if it comes with a name, if they name them, I don't know. Okay, third question. Wave hello when you return. Does that mean it's giant external arms can wave hello? Yes. Why would I want that? <laughs> I don't know, but they do. I'd have to look it up at its giant external arms dozens of feet up in the air, and it waves to me... And I am somehow touched by this. <laughs> yep. All right. 
I get how the bath works. That's fine. Cook dinner, sure. I'm assuming it has like articulations and smart home kind of stuff that we already have a little bit of in today's world that I can use to manipulate things. So fine. Yes. All right. You good? Um, for the moment. (laughs) (laughs) So enter a woman walking into an office building surrounded by other people. And this is Lana. Dob, our AI building, asks how her date went the night before. And she's like, how did you know I have a date? And she, but she kind of waves it off before you can tell her. Yeah. And she tells him, (laughs) she tells him that it was terrible. Thanks for asking. He seems (laughs) not confined in the creepy robot stalker. Oh, you're going to hate this movie. (laughs) So he seems apologetic that her date didn't go well and wishes her a better day than she had before. And the view keeps shifting between her in the hallway and like a bullseye view of her on a security camera. So he's clearly like tracking her as she's walking through the This is like how in 2001 A Space Odyssey. I told you it was slightly dystopic. Slightly? (laughs) This is like Red Flag the movie. (laughs) So I think what the thing to note in this scene is that she is just talking to him in the hallway assumedly out loud she does put a little like piece in her ear so you can't tell if it's like a private conversation or if it's a full conversation that everybody in the hallway can hear because everybody's just coming in to work that would be that would be awful if everyone's just like in the hallway like, hey guys just yelling over each other trying to talk to like at the same time yeah but you t- it turns out that no everybody in the hallway can hear her because when she steps into the elevator the guy behind her complains that the building's never that nice to him <laughs> Oh. So she's just having a full conversation in the hallway with the building out loud. <laughs> there is no part of these buildings in terms of their design and their function that makes them in the least bit appealing. Yeah, it's wild, man. Wild. Question. And you may not have an answer to this, and we may get to this answer later, but I'm going to ask it now. Is there a reason these buildings were built? Like, is it explained that some company makes a boatload of money from harvesting all the data from everyone living in these buildings or something? It's never explained. There's definitely a company that makes a ton of money off of it, though. Okay. Sure, I don't know fine. what they like. They just sell them. I'm sure they are harvesting a ton of information. Because what else would they be doing? Because I can't, I can't fathom why anyone would choose to live in that building. I mean, I can, I can, I get some people might lose people who like wore Google Glass ten years ago or something. They might choose to do that, but like, I think the vast majority of people would not want to live in that kind of building. Sure, but I think at this point, it's like this is her work building. This is everywhere. It's not like it's just at home or just so, at so work. Her work building. This is, is the her one work building. Stalking her yes <laughs> i mean i don't know why that makes it worse somehow <laughs> we'll get into it so cut to lana she's giving a presentation to a boardroom full of people and when she finishes nobody says anything which is highly unrealistic somebody no. would say something <laughs> but apparently it went poorly <laughs> no we goes, thank you for your presentation now moving on to joe with the minutes from last meeting. Yeah, they all just stare at her. So she heads back to her workstation. She's clearly upset about it. And Dob asks how it went. And Dob, for just for reference, is presented as like a little robot head on her work screen. The work screen takes up like the entire wall. And it's just a little probably foot by foot uh, little square with eyes and eyebrows to show emotion. So she has her. A, her own office with a giant video wall, which he occupies and lives inside as a little robot head. Well, he doesn't live inside it. He just... I mean, like, this is an icon, yeah. Sure, yeah, I'm sure you can do it to anybody, but he right now is talking to her. Got it. And she basically is like, you know how it went, you can hear everything that happens here, so why are you even asking me? (laughs) It's a stupid question. Yeah, Dob, stop asking me questions and just be more invasive. (laughs) 
So her boss comes in and basically like, you really screwed up, but I did get you another presentation for tomorrow before they go with another agency and you better get your life together and do this presentation well or you're going to get fired. Do we know what she does? She presents things. I think it's probably marketing <laughs> of some kind. <laughs> your job is to make presentations. All it's right. mar- I'm pretty sure it's marketing, but no, you never get a good sense of what the company does. Great. All right. Love it. Doesn't really matter, Sam. It's not about her job. Apparently, it's a very important point. She's get fired for not presenting well enough. It looks like she's trying to sell them on a con- I, to be honest, was not listening that much to the presentation, but I think she's trying to sell them on like a, how, how she's going to sell a product. Okay, cool. Thank you for answering my question. I'm sure Dob would know. <laughs> Dob would definitely know. Meanwhile, cut to a guy. His name's Bob. He's eating Bob snacks. and Dob. <laughs> I we'll get into it. No, <laughs> that's not a thing, is it? They didn't do this on purpose. I don't know if they did it on purpose. He's eating snacks. He's watching TV. And what he's watching is a so-called guru who's basically like the pickup artist. He's telling... Oh, those creepy people? The creepy, creepy... I got into Wikipedia wormhole, let me tell you. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. These people are the worst. <laughs> He's telling men, obviously, that women don't want nice guys. They want bad boys, and you have to be confident, and the woman will just swarm to you. Danielle, you could not see me, but I rolled my eyes so hard they hurt. (laughs) I did, too. Luckily, this movie doesn't stick with this concept for super long. I hope it, like, shows how fallacious and wrongheaded that concept is. Yeah, we'll get into it. It's pretty funny. Oh, no, okay. So, Dob and Lana, Lana are having a heart to heart after her boss leaves, and he's like, "This is Dob." He's like, "Ma'am, you know, you have to do your best because you can't leave the company. We're friends. You know, you have to do everything that you can. You definitely can't leave here. And I love you." And Lana no. is like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Wait a minute. First off, you what? <laughs> you should never stay in a job because a coworker." Or piece of office equipment tells you that they love you. <laughs> that is a that is the wrong reason to stay in a job. He's just saying don't get fired because I really you know want you around. No, which- but like his reason for why she can't get fired isn't oh you need the money. This is a great for you. It's because I love you, and if you leave, like that's not the good reason. That's the wrong no, it's, reason it's to the stay. Wrong reason. He's got to learn how to deal with his feelings, Sam. It's part or of his art. Or just I don't know, turn them off and be done with it. <laughs> he can't. It's like part of his formatting no, they, should, they should they should wipe his brain and like put a, a new we'll AI get, in we'll it get into crazy. it <laughs> i'm saying she should report this immediately this is you're giving mm. too little credit to this movie sam am i no okay <laughs> anyway so she's like no what you can't no so she starts to laugh and she's like listen you're my friend too but you don't love me you're an ai attached to a giant corporate building like, what do you know about love you don't have emotions <laughs> Like, also, you're not my friend. You're just the place I come to work. Oh, this is what this is bad. That's why you don't make sentient buildings. <laughs> and Dov is like, my feelings tell me that I'm in love with you. And she's like, sure, sure, sure. So, you know, what do you know about love? What's your plan here? And he's like, well, I'm going to help you not get fired. Here's a design I created for tomorrow. And what he did is he pulled from all her past designs, like that were in the system that she's designed over the years, and designed 
like the perfect thing. There's a 95% chance that they'll agree to the concept. And I'm thinking, sure. why do they even have humans? I was going to say, <laughs> yes, I was waiting for you to finish talking until I could tell them, why is she even there? If the robots can do their jobs, I mean, I'm not saying I want their jobs to be eliminated in place with robots because that's a, that's a problem, but like nobody would hire this mediocre woman to give bad presentations <laughs> if the robot building can just do it all with a 95% success rate. Yeah, there, and there's nothing in this movie that ever suggests that she's good at her job job we assume <laughs> yeah. that she is but like you don't have any backstory it's not like she did really well up until this and this is just like you know a stumbling block that she wasn't expecting as far as we know she's terrible at presentations so i mean this is my question if she's terrible at them then why did he pull from all of her past presentations then wouldn't that just lead to another terrible presentation like you know bad input bad output i have to assume that she's normally good at her job and this is okay. like a weird one-off I, you don't know you don't know fair enough yeah <laughs> Or maybe he just combined things to a degree that will make it good. I don't. I don't have a, any clue. So right, she's so she's looking at the design. Her, she's outsourcing her work to the building she works in. <laughs> she it. doesn't seem concerned about that at all. So oh, she's, okay. <laughs> she's looking at the design. And she's like, "Wow, this really does look like something that I would design, and it's really good." So now and he's like, "Good. Now you can go home, get some rest, go on that date you were going to go on, and have a good day. And we'll see you tomorrow when you still have your job." <laughs> Is he not jealous of her? All right. You're going to get to this point. It doesn't seem to be. All right. That's very open minded of this building. (laughs) So she thanks him profusely and tells him to call her Lana instead of ma'am. No. Yes. I would say, call me extra ma'am. Do not call me anything but ma'am. You have no familiarity between us. She seems unconcerned about the fake emotion. She deserves whatever's going to happen from this movie. <laughs> so Lana is apparently meeting Bob at a restaurant for a blind date. She's going on a date with another co-worker? No, he's not a co-worker. Oh, okay. Thank he's just a random dude oh, okay. that we I saw thought, earlier. I thought it was a different part of the office where you flashed him. I don't know why I thought he was No, he was too. at home. He was like in okay. his apartment watching these guru pickup artist videos. Sorry, I was I was too upset by the fact that he was watching that <laughs> stuff to, to remember where he was watching it. He was in his apartment. I probably wasn't clear. So Lana is apparently meeting Bob at this restaurant for their blind date. She's never met him before and she's a little late and apologizes as she shows up. And he Who gives set her him up with Bob? I, a friend of hers. We'll get oh, that into friend's a terrible friend. Yeah, we'll get into that a little bit. He gives her a once-over and, assumedly using his new skills that he just acquired, asks her if she wants him to roll out a red carpet or something or is she just going to have a seat? And oh, she's so like, he's like uh, negging her? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Gosh, these people are terrible and predictable. <laughs> And he tells her to order whatever she wants because he's loaded and he's already eating. He didn't want to wait for her. She was 15 minutes late, by the way. It wasn't like she was like an hour late or something. They couldn't even bring their food out in 15 minutes. Oh, apparently. It's magic, Sam. It's magic (laughs) for future food. Do the building make the food? Are the building is the restaurant no, sentient? No, there. Okay, I don't know if there's humans in this restaurant, but there's definitely robots that are like taking orders and doing food prep in the background. And yet they still have her making presentations. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> And he tells her, he looks across the restaurant, these girls that are kind of giggling and looking at him because he's quite attractive. And they're like, oh, he's so cute. And so he kind of like eye flirts with the other girls and then it looks at her and tells her to hurry up so they can go to his place already. Wow. uh, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I I don't care. If if he's attractive, why is he doing the pickup artist? I don't know. I don't know what it's, you don't get, it's an interesting movie because you don't get any sense of what his personality is like before he watches these videos. Because like, like, is he just hard yeah. up? Like, is he just, you know, he's had bad luck run, bad run of girls? Like, like sure. what causes him to do this? He's normally just a nice guy and he's like, well, maybe this would work better. Like, I don't know. You don't have any concept of well, what he's like. Because that's my question. And not to overgeneralize, but 
these people are terrible, so whatever, is that generally the people who are quote-unquote pickup artists who go into that world are people who have trouble attracting women in general. Mm-hmm. Right. And Where he, if like, he is getting women literally flirting with him just by seeing him sitting in a restaurant, I don't know why he's so hard up that he feels the need to engage in these terrible misogynistic techniques. Yeah, and I'd have you only see a couple of scenes where he gets to act like his normal self. So you don't have a good sense of what he's like before everything kind of goes down. So I don't know. It's not it's not well developed. Maybe he's just a toxic person all around before and after. He he might be. We'll find out. <laughs> right. Okay. I, I I hate Bob. All right, let's go. <laughs> So she's, I mean, I think you're supposed to. So she's really like over this very quickly. And she's like, are you always such a jerk? And why in the world would I go to your place? Good good, good answers. No, his answer answer is that he lifts his shirt up to show off his abs. And then he rubs his nipple and he goes, my pink nipples. (laughs) Why? I mean... I tried that once. Boy, did I get thrown out of that that, uh, McDonald's. She's like, yeah, nice abs. I'm going to (laughs) go. And he seems upset that this somehow didn't work. (laughs) wild <laughs> i mean i i'd have to get abs first and then i could probably try it <laughs> so she gets home and her house asks her how her date went and she's like i am home too early for it to have gone well obviously all these houses are so nosy <laughs> they are her house is named kino just so you know like the gambling game the, a lot yeah k-e-n-o but it's you know thai so i doubt it's named after that <laughs> sure but like i only have the cultural context i have danielle <laughs> Apparently, the houses have their own gossip network because you know. Yes, it's Sam. It's terrible. These houses. <laughs> Half the plot is his own gossip network this- because you you hear them all like lamenting to each other, like, "Oh, she didn't have another good date. She really deserves a nice person." <laughs> hey, why do all these buildings care about this one person when there are presumably thousands, if not millions, of people living in them? Don't know. B. Whose bright idea was to create a building-only network which serves no function except for them to talk to each other and gossip? Every decision that they made with these robots is the wrong decision. Like, it is impressive. (laughs) I know. This is how you get robot overlords. (laughs) (laughs) So she ends up doing a video chat with her friend, complaining that she hooked her up with a real winner this time. And does she have anybody else to go on a date with? And her friend's like, I've set you up with eight different people. And none of them have gone well. I'm starting to question your dating abilities. I mean, that's a fair point. Uh, One or two, maybe there's some bad luck. But if eight people, that presumably she vetted slightly. Well, you see a flashback to the various dates, which includes like super rude people, rude waiters, someone sniffing his armpit, someone who brought their mom along, like all these like Oh, then her friend just sucks. Why do you keep asking your friend to set you up if she only sets up with complete loons? Yeah, yeah. Good. I mean, the problem is her and that she keeps asking her friend to set her up with people when she knows her friend has – her friend is pranking her, which would be hilarious. <laughs> or her friend generally has so little respect for her. It's like, I'll get this trash and give it to Lana. Yeah, I don't know what the thought process is there. If it's just like any guy she comes across, she's like, maybe this would work. She like sees a guy, just, you seem like my friend would like you. I know nothing about you. Here's her number. So she complains that it is definitely the guys, not her. She just wants a nice, normal guy. A building, maybe. (laughs) Maybe, maybe a building. (laughs) Cut to the next morning as she does her presentation, the new one, and the team seems very excited about it, but apparently they're not paid to talk because they're all just nodding enthusiastically. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes, very good. (laughs) We'd have to pay you scale if you talked. (laughs) 
So back in her office, she's thanking Dob for his help, and she does finger kisses to his cheek, like the screen. Yeah, on I gotcha. Screen. And the image glitches, and you can see the outside robot building's eyes shift colors and blink. Did he just have an intense physical reaction? No, I think it's an imagined one, because he tells her that he doesn't have any sensory receptors. So <laughs> I think it's just the imagined, like, oh my god, she kissed me. <laughs> But without the saying, actual sensation of it. What I'm saying, Danielle, is I do not want to see a, a building orgasm here. No, you don't. You're good. There's <laughs> no right. sensory receptors. <laughs> I don't know, because you're like, he glitches and he like is He does. He gets like too... I think it's an emotional reaction as opposed to like a physical reaction. All right, all right, he tells right. her he doesn't have have the ability to physically react. I need to be very clear here because I have no idea what this movie is capable of. <laughs> yes. I wouldn't go that too far out of that box because mm, we don't want to. And so she you tells up here, Danielle's robots. So she tells him that one of the reasons that's one of the reasons he can't be in love because he doesn't have like any kind of physical reaction. He's not real and he doesn't have a heart. So like, you know, you can't actually be in love with me. I mean, a heart isn't necessary to a brain, but whatever. I think it's supposed to be like a metaphor. I know. Metaphor, yeah. And if the I robots, didn't pick apart metaphors, I wouldn't be here, Danielle. <laughs> the robot's eyes get all sad. You see his little eyebrows go down. He's like, oh. Why would you have a building with emotions? Like, if a building is sad, like, I guess I won't turn on the sprinklers to stop that fire. Or <laughs> like, why would you want your building to be mad? You're like, hey, building, can you make dinner? No, I'm mad at you. Or I'm too I depressed to make dinner. Like, these also like, Terrible ideas. Your building should have emotions. It's a bad idea. It is a bad idea. I'm so upset, Daniel. You have no idea. <laughs> she tells them that it's okay. They can have a platonic love, but it's too bad, really, because he's the nicest guy she's ever known. You know nothing about him other than that he's a building who gave you a good presentation once. Okay, well, they've obviously worked together as far as one can work with a building for a couple of years. A building is basically a servant to you. <laughs> yes, well, it's the nicest guy she's ever known, Sam. Uh, this, none of this is kosher. <laughs> so that night, she's leaving her office, and she runs into Bob in the lobby. And he's like, oh, what do we have here? When are we going on our second date? And she's like, never. <laughs> did he why, not get the message? Why did you not, like, we didn't even get through dinner. But apparently, he works for Smart Plus, which is the company that owns and fixes the AI. Danielle, you know there's somebody at Smart Plus, because it's already happened in our world. There's somebody at Smart Plus who is tapping into those networks, like watch people in the shower or oh, sure. like stalk people and try to learn all about them so they can like you know show up to the house like, oh, I got you your favorite thing. Love me. Smart Plus is crazy. You're going to love them. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and he's there because he's a technician. He's like a lead technician and he's the building's acting up. So he's going to she's going to end up seeing more of his handsome face, quote unquote, as he works in the office. I already know the answer to this, Danielle, but Bob is the one Dob possesses. That was obvious from the start. But, like, why does that have to be a handsome guy? Could it just be some schlub and the building has to prove? I feel movies take the, the easy way out a lot by making the crazy thing, you know, and having a handsome body as opposed to just a non-attractive body. So, like, it, you know, look deeper than the skin deep kind of thing. Okay, I'm not going to argue that, but I guess there sort of is a reason which we'll get into. Okay. <laughs> so the security camera, which is obviously Dob, uh, watches Bob go into the quote-unquote brain room. <laughs> brain room. That's what it's called. You can see it on the little security feed. It says brain room. I was like, no. <laughs> uh. 
All it is is just a room filled with colorful screens and and it's like the security room essentially. And it has a VR headset hanging from the ceiling. Do they fix these machines by going in and interacting with them in VR? Kind of. It's like they can see visually see what the robot's been seeing, and they can go through the code and they like that's use so their, creepy. They use their hands to like scream skim through all the like the codes so and the stuff that's going so on. So they do like a uh, Minority Report. Yeah, a little bit. Also, are the VR graphics like Lawnmower Man? Please say yes. Mm, no, I mean, they're fine. That's 2022 Aww. graphics, Sam. <laughs> I want them to be, like, really cheesy. No, I mean, they're just – most of it's, like, video images when he finally gets in there. Spoiler. And he sees the images of, like, Lana. It's just the video images that we've kind of seen through the movie. And then there's just a lot of, like, code and buttons for him to push and stuff. All right. It's not very exciting. So Bob asks one of the employees what he's been noticing, and he says Bob has been sluggish in his responses like he's preoccupied with something. Again, why you don't give a building emotions? <laughs> and Bob explains that all the AIs are connected to a central hub that oversees them so they can't go rogue. And uh, Okay. I'm sure that's <laughs> infallible. And it never fails. It was like a power outage or something. Oh, it's just the hub. I have feelings about this later. <laughs> okay. Bob puts on the helmet and dives into Dobbs' interface, trying to kind of suss out the problem. And he finds his secret stash of Lana code and pictures and videos. Creepy. Yeah, but before he can delete it, he gets a zap through the helmet. And he pushes it off. And he's like, he gets into an argument, essentially, with Dobb. Like, okay, fine. If you're not going to let me in, then I'm going to have to do this the old-fashioned way. This is like a... (laughs) I mean, the minute your AI building, so dumb attacks you physically that's when you escalate up the chain of media and say hey we have a situation here code red <laughs> yeah so he heads back to the building and various automated things try to stop him you know he's obviously Dobbs trying to stop him from leaving and he tells Dob he's left him no choice and calls out the override code shutting him not he doesn't shut him down but he like stops him from being able to do what he wants to do sure all right so he finds the manager guy, I don't know what he is, and they go to the roof to talk, which doesn't actually feel very secure when you're surrounded by AI buildings. Or you're standing on the AI building's head. Yeah, it's wild. Like he's like, he eyes the camera and kind of like tilts his head to it, like, hey, we got to get out of here. The camera's watching you. So they go to the rooftop and I'm like, they're, they're right there. <laughs> you're literally on the head of the thing you're trying to avoid. <laughs> wild. So he tells them that they have a problem. Dob is in self-replicating mode. And before you know it, he's going to go rogue. So this is a problem they know about. This is a common phenomenon. They have Sam, words for it. this is a problem. <laughs> this is a problem in this company that they do not fully address in this movie. <laughs> what? What? These giant megaton buildings that we live inside and depend on for life have a tendency to go rogue. Don't worry about it. We'll just build more of them. And you'll see how frequent this is later on. It shouldn't, if it happens at all, it's a problem. I'm <laughs> yeah. not freaking, once is too frequent. <laughs> so as they're talking off on the side of the building, a little mechanical thing is worrying and watching. And Bob tells the manager guy that they're basically going to need to do a factory reset. And the guy's like, oh, that sounds expensive. And Bob is like, well, it's less expensive than it is if it goes rogue. Then it's a demolition, which, again, like you said, what? There's a whole process for if it goes rogue. <laughs> like, this is not also, the first time it happened. It's like part of their training. Yeah. <laughs> if they have a, a whole, like, procedure, it happens way too frequently. Second. It shouldn't cost very much just to wipe the computer and put a new pro- like a new AI program <laughs> on there. Like, you might have to destroy the building. <laughs> you think it'd be pretty easy, it would just like factory reset it back to its standard things that it already does. Like swap out its hard drive or whatever that has the robot program on it for a new one. Yeah, crazy. 
So meanwhile, the camera switches and you see that they're being watched, obviously, and the computer is assessing a threat level on Bob, which goes and it says 100% and it initiates defense protocols. 100% threat. (laughs) 100% threat. Why does a building, a commercial building, have defenses, have missiles? (laughs) I don't know. It does seem like he's going to launch some missiles at him, but that does not happen. Well, I don't even know why you would have a... what, I guess tank. maybe if you had some like an attacker or something I mean, like that. I guess, but it seems like overkill. <laughs> it does. So back in the brain room, he's brought in some kind of box that he plugs a cord into, and he tells Bob that this will prevent him from shocking him somehow. <laughs> magic box. Goes, <laughs> magic box. He goes back into the VR helmet, and Bob is like, please don't delete her out. I love her. And Bob is just laughing. Bob's like not very nice in the scene. Obviously, like... He may not actually love her. It's just coding and, you know, whatever. But, like, you could be nicer about it. <laughs> I mean, why does he just go right to the factory reset instead of, like, dealing with the Delana deletion? He is. So he – Bob's just laughing at him. He's telling us, like, basically, it's the funniest thing I've ever heard. You can't love anybody. You're just a computer. And – Adab begs him to stop and he's like yeah no I'm not stopping and he goes to push yes on the factory reset button and as Bob pushes it he begins to scream and you see a download monitor come up and it's like downloading and Bob falls to the floor okay I'm so mad at this because there's no way (laughs) a computer program could be downloaded into a human brain (laughs) so funny (laughs) when there was like what interface? Oh, like he's on a he's wearing VR goggles. How is that going to interface to his brain? I mean, to be fair, this headset is like okay, it's like connected to the ceiling. There are like wires coming off. Of I it. guess, it's like but it's not plugged into a cerebral cortex. <laughs> well, apparently, it is into the computer's cortex. I at least in freaking Tron, they try to make some excuse about how they digitize the people into the computer world. No, nope, but it's like, just, a, it's just a helmet. Here. Magic helmet that can somehow make a human brain compatible with a computer program. It's the future, Sam. Anything's possible in the future. Uh, no. (laughs) Many things are possible. I still stand by this is nonsense. It is nonsense, but that's why it's fun. All right. So now Bob is Dob. Yes. So the next morning, Lana is trying to get into the building, but it's shut down. And the security tells her that there was some sort of mishap with the tech that was working on the building. And she's like, yeah, that tracks. He probably ruined Dob. Is Bob in the building now? Because that'd be hilarious if they did like a trading places kind of thing. No, Bob wakes up in the hospital. No, be like Bob's consciousness. Well, see, no, it's not trading places. So that'd be I fun. wish it like Freaky Friday kind of thing where like, <laughs> Bob, I'm a building? Oh, no. <laughs> I could see this movie doing that, but no, it was probably something that they talked about but didn't go with. So Bob, opportunity. W- <laughs> Bob wakes up in the hospital and he seems just astounded by simple things such as his toes. And when he tries to stand, he has a hard time walking and then barely figures out peeing. It's actually kind of a funny scene. And <laughs> checks himself out in the mirror. He's like, oh, look what I look like. Obviously, he's not Bob anymore. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I mean, if I even hadn't read your description from earlier, it'd be pretty obvious what happened. <laughs> yeah. So when he entered back into the room, the AI that's there greets him and he tries to explain. He's they're like, oh, hello, Mr. Bob. How are you doing today? You know, welcome back to reality. And he's like trying to explain that he's not Bob, but he's a dog. But the AI cuts him off and asks him to reconsider what he's about to say because they have to log all interactions with humans. So the building's in on it. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay. <laughs> the building knows. <laughs> Questions. Yes. So many questions. Let's start with the fact that they have to log all interactions with people and how creepy that is. Yeah, I have to assume it's – 
You know, I'm not sure if it's in their houses or not. There's a scene later that makes me question that, but it seems like their houses are more private, but I'm not 100% sure on that. I'm just putting that out there. It's very creepy. Moving on from that, though, I'm assuming, based on what is happening in this very moment, that the buildings are all conspiring together through their gossip network to get Lana laid with Bob slash Dob because they think that Dob would be a perfect match for her. That's where this is going. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I guess figure that out. Why? Why do all the buildings care so much about getting Lana laid? I have no idea. I don't know if they're just doing it as a favor to her building. To Dob? No, to Kino, her building. Or maybe a favor to Dob. Why Kino? That's entirely possible. Because... Kino's part of everything too. Later, but why, I mean, I I'm, I'm, why would Kino care about Dob getting? I just don't understand get, why we'll all these buildings are. We'll get into Kino more. In, okay, <laughs> but I don't know why all these buildings are so invested. In, it's like people watching a reality TV show, really wanting really, one couple to get really, together. Really feels like the buildings are watching a human reality TV show. And That's what I'm like getting at. Super into it. <laughs> and why would you make that a thing? I don't know. Maybe it's just become a thing and they don't realize that their buildings all talk to each other. I thought they, they monitor everything like they said they do. Like, but I'm, unless I'm the buildings sh- have a private communication channel, I bet they do. which I bet is a million dollars they do. <laughs> That's insane. Never give them a private communication channel. It really feels like later in the story that the AIs are just kind of like benevolent overlords and they're like choosing not to take over humanity out of the goodness of their hearts. <laughs> this is horrifying, Danielle. <laughs> this is maybe possibly the most horrifying thing you've ever brought me. This it's includes wild. everything you've Isn't ever done terrible? for spook retorts. This is the this is creepier than than any of the spook retort stuff you've done. House of yeah. Wax has nothing on this. <laughs> it's so funny because the story is kind of goofy and very like a little rom commy, and then the background stuff going on, you're like, holy cow, <laughs> this yeah, no. is so bad. It's absolutely, like this is a Black Mirror episode disguised as a rom com. It is. That's why I like it so much. <laughs> I don't love this movie by any stretch of the imagination. I watched it once. I was like, well, that was weird. I'll probably use it for book retorts. But, like, it is a weird movie. The, like, distonal quality between the world building versus the actual story. It does sound fun. Like, this might be one of the rare rom-coms you convinced me to watch, Daniel. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a thing. It's visually interesting, I guess, to watch. <laughs> I wouldn't say the characters are well-developed. Oh, no. I have figured that out. <laughs> so... As I said, the AI cuts him off. He's like, oh, no, shh, shh, shh don't, don't say that out loud because then it's going to be on recording. He's wink, like, wink. Like it winks a window at him. <laughs> yeah. And he just, he reminds him, the, the voice reminds him that he was hit by an electrical surge. So it's okay if he's having a hard time, you know? And nobody would expect him to be perfect right now. <laughs> I don't like any of this. This is so creepy. Like, I'm, This is like, like what's it, the invasion of the body snatchers where people can just be replaced by an AI without them yeah, knowing? 100% could happen. So he gets discharged from the hospital, we assume, but for reasons, he's still in his gown. I don't know why they wouldn't put him back no. into his actual clothes. <laughs> and on his way to Bob's house, he stops at a food vendor, and he does not fully understand how to eat or drink. Part of this movie is obviously just him, like... Fish out of the water. Yeah, yeah, kind of, like, that's the fun of it. Um, that's not... It's actually fairly short-lived, but the first, like, maybe this 15-minute segment is him just trying things he doesn't understand. I would love it if Dob got to Bob's apartment, started watching his pickup artist stuff, and became just as toxic. 
We'll get into that. Oh, so- <laughs> no. Stop. Why? You're better than that. <laughs> so he doesn't fully understand how eating or drinking works and then gets chased away when he has no money to pay. And as I said, all this might He's have been prevented. Gown. Yeah, if all this might have been prevented if the hospital just put him back in his own clothes. I'm like, why did they let him get walk out in Can a gown? Can discharge somebody without like, putting them back into their clothes and, and get, or giving them to somebody else to take care of? Like, you can't leave a hospital alone, generally. I think you can leave a hospital alone depending on your like living situation or friend situation. But I can't imagine that they'd let you just walk out. Like he was very weird. Right. Like I can't imagine they'd be like, maybe you have some mental issues and you should talk to a psychiatrist because you've been electrocuted by a computer. Oh, but anyway, here you go. Off the door in the gown. Bye-bye. <laughs> and I'm sure he had a wallet and stuff that he did not take with him. Maybe yeah, he was supposed he can- to stop somewhere and didn't. How's he get into his home? He has no keys. No, I think the house just recognizes him. Creepy. Or maybe Again, this makes or it something. a place where maybe one of the houses would let one of the other people in because it felt like it. Even yes. though you don't like Yes, facilitate stalking or something. Yeah. Absolutely. None of this is good, Daniel. <laughs> so he arrives back at Bob's apartment and it's clear that the AI systems, as I said, are low-key looking out for him. And he ends up ordering a ton of food and eats himself into a food, food coma. He's like, food is the best thing ever. <laughs> He's not wrong. I mean, that's pretty much what I would do first thing first if I ever became like human if I wasn't before. Yeah. He just like, he pretty much almost passes out and then he asks his house AI, which is named Chip, to like let him never do that again. He's like, please don't ever let me order that much food ever again. Aww. <laughs> and then he asks him what he's supposed to do when he's tired. And Chip is like, well, you know, you go, you crawl into that space over there and you close your eyes and then you fall asleep. So he tries to fall asleep, but admits to Chip that he's just too excited about seeing Lana tomorrow. And he just knows that she'll love him now that he's a human. Uh, you're in for a rude awakening, my friend. <laughs> and Chip Most is people like, don't even like other humans, much less love them. That's true. And Chip is like, oh, yeah, I hope so. Now get some rest. <laughs> Buildings are so creepy. They're all like in on it. It's like a conspiracy trying it to is. set her up like in an arranged marriage. I don't it's like creepy. it. <laughs> so Dob shows up at the building the next day and interrupts two techs that are working on the system, his system. And he gets kind of nervous. He's like, what are you, what you doing in there? Like, <laughs> like you're, in, you're in my system. Get out. And he asks them for an update. And they look a little sketchy. Uh, we'll get into this later. But they tell him that it's the the entire AI software is erased. That it's super weird. It's just like doesn't exist anymore. Well, I guess we'll put a new one on there and call it a day. Yeah, that's I'm sure what they're doing. But he like pushes them away. He's like, I'll work on it. You guys go. Thanks so much. I'm here. Why does he care what they do to the building? The building is a husk now. I don't know the answer to that, Sam. But what I think happens or shows proves true later, but it was very confusing when I watched it, is he patches himself into the building. Like he puts the VR on and he pretends to be Dob. I mean, he is Dob, but he acts as Dob during working he hours. Like, he like puppeteers Dob, the building, as Bob the human with the helmet. Yes. So because <laughs> he wants he wants Lana to come back to work, so he knows if he can get the uh, AI up the and running, that they'll again. like she'll get to come back to work and he can talk to her again. But if they so put a like, fresh new AI on there, she'll come back to work anyway. Yes, I agree with that. That probably would have been an easier solution, but no, he's going to like patch himself in there and just he's going to work during her working hours. He's going to puppeteer the building <laughs> while she's working. Yeah. So That's insane. I thought like the buildings were all monitored by the central hub. Won't they know that it's on AI running things? Okay, so he patches himself in and like uploads a video feed so it looks like he leaves or whatever and there's like a whole like so sure. it looks like he's but done the AI what he's isn't to do. running on the on the system. 
But he set it up so that because he's the AI, so it looks like it's running. Uh, in the system. I, I mean, I'm I may be splitting hairs here, Danielle, but <laughs> it sounds like any halfway decent company would have some kind of like way to monitor these buildings to know that. Oh yeah, this is not operating under normal conditions. I would agree. However, nobody seems to notice yet. Crazy. Okay, so the next day or something, Dob is back in robot form <laughs> and is asking Lana, like she's, you know, he's pretending to be himself, asking Lana if she would love him if he was a human. So he's talking to her office again. And she I'd tries, be like, no, you creepo. She tries to avoid the question, but he won't let her open the drawers in her office until she answers. What? <laughs> these buildings these have weird, weird power. This is so creepy. Like, you must tell me you love me. I won't let you out of this room. Also, That's why would horrifying. he have control over the drawers and the cabinets? <laughs> She's also creepy, Danielle. And she admits that no, she wouldn't, because he's still an AI, and though he's very nice and kind, he's not a human. Sad robot. Whoop whoop. <laughs> oh well, I guess we'll just have to get ourselves back into the building and dispose of Bob's body. <laughs> so Dob asks him why she rejected Bob, and she's like, Well, he was a jerk. And Dob's like, Well, you know, you should really give him another chance. He was super nice to me and he fixed me and you know, he's He's attractive. You find him attractive, right? Like, maybe you should go on another date with him. I'm sure he's not nearly as much of a jerk as he appeared. <laughs> so he's going to do a deception. Got it. That always goes well. As she's leaving the office that night, she tries to say goodbye to Dob, but he doesn't answer. Because he's then, already unplugged. And she's interrupted by Bob, who, like, comes up to her. Question. She, yes. How does the building, like, operate all its automatic doors and stuff? Like, Last time he unplugged himself, the whole building shut down. 100%. I think everything becomes manual. But wouldn't they all notice that the building was going manual whenever they left work? So Bob explains in the scene, actually. Bob explains to her because she asks, like, what's going on with Dob? How come he's not answering me? He explains that they're giving him a resting period um, in the late evening hours into the early morning. How convenient. Well, just so that it makes sense that nothing's there when she yeah, leaves. Of okay. <laughs> so they did think of that. So she imme- pretty immediately gets mad at Bob and is like, I know what you did. You programmed Dob to hit on me and talk you up. And that's disgusting. And I can't believe he would do that. Poor Dob. Like, why would you do that? Yeah, and- that's a lot of effort. <laughs> and he did not- He denies it and asks her out again. And she's like, listen, no, you suck. I'm not going on another date with you. Go away. <laughs> Of all the brains of all the world, you had to get into that one, Dob. I think he picked him because he knew that she found him attractive. He was picked like, him because he was the one plugged into him. Well, that helped too, but it was also like, you already went on a date with him, so maybe you'll go on a date with him again. You find him attractive, I, it, right? It seems like there are a lot of options. It was like there were dozens of people plugging themselves into Dob that he could download his brain into. So... He's sad. Sad robot. He asks Chip when he gets home, like, what he's supposed to do. He's not human enough when he's nice, but Bob's too much of a jerk. And what does she want? Humans are so confusing, and he doesn't know what he's supposed to do. He's like, you need to be more of a jerk, but not too much of a jerk. Yes. Chip tells him he should go get some practice and go to a club to find someone to, quote unquote, have fun with, because that's what humans do. And he's like, what is that mean (laughs) and so chip shows him the guru videos oh chip you naive (laughs) naive robot building (laughs) well all he knows is what he's worked out with this human right yeah all right so he starts watching the videos and then cut he's walking into a club that is like i would say neon glow in the dark hackers cyberpunk got it (laughs) it is cyberpunky yep (laughs) yeah why wouldn't this dystopian future have a cyberpunk club it's like the 2000s meets cyberpunk is what it looks like Ooh, even better? (laughs) (laughs) It's quite the atmosphere. (laughs) And he's immediately approached by a cute girl who's like, hey there. And he's like, hi, I'm in training to become a desirable male so I can win the heart of my true love, Lana. (laughs) (laughs) 
And she's like, Ugh. cool, cool. I can make you forget her. And then he, she immediately kisses him. Wow. That, I mean, how, how foxy is the body of Bob that women are throwing themselves at Okay, I don't think he's attractive enough to th- I wouldn't throw myself at anybody, so I don't know if I'm a good point for this. But, um, <laughs> I mean, he's attractive. <laughs> but, like, this is painting him as someone who is literally irresistible. <laughs> well, I think the girl might be partly drunk, too. Who knows? Okay, but sure. They are immediately interrupted by her boyfriend, who isn't pleased, and understandably, and is mad at him instead of her which Not makes, understandably. No, that happens a lot in movies and TV shows. The guy oh, gets mad does, at the other guy BS. when the girl's hitting on her, and I'm like, stop that. <laughs> yeah, no, obviously she's the one you have an issue with. Work on your communication. Build a stronger relationship. Yeah, and even if he had walked into that like belatedly and didn't know what was going on and thought it was you know the guy hitting on the girl, the girl was even like, I was just flirting. Leave him alone. And I was like, you need a new girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So the boyfriend punches him. And they, you know, the girl pulls them off or whatever, and they they walk off. So there's a bartender in a rain jacket, I guess. Wait, <laughs> it's, it's aesthetic. Like a, oh, I thought it was like a like a trench coat kind of thing. No, it's like one with a hood. He kind of looks like the killer from I Know What You Did Last Summer, but oh. in 2000s uh, neon glow in the dark <laughs> hackers vibe. <laughs> I guess as a cyberpunk, I am a cyberpunk, but I can't get wet. Because I have too many prosthetics installed. I just, I love the vibe of this whole bar. It makes me laugh. So the bartender's in this rain jacket and he feels kind of bad for the, for him and gives him a free shot, telling him it's confidence boosting juice. And Don't, of course- wait. Why would anyone not know what that is for one? Like, he's like, what is this? Well, it's Well, he asks. He's like, what is this? And if he, and as a, yeah, sure. I I get that he wouldn't know. But if you're a bartender, someone asks you what this drink is, answering confidence boosting juice is not (laughs) the, like, you gotta tell them what it is. Maybe they have allergies or something. Yeah, I know. He doesn't. Vodka, tequila, (laughs) raw, like, it's very different things. Nope, it's confidence boosting juice. And he takes that literally, obviously, and he's soon very drunk. Uh, of course. So he hits on some random girl with his super smooth dance dance moves, and by super smooth dance moves, he's not super smooth. It's a lie. Yeah, I figured that. I mean, most drunk people are not the best of dancers. Yeah, he's not a good dancer. Probably wins over. And when another guy steps in, he punches him because that's what he just saw. Yeah, he and, learned it. Yeah, yeah. And then he's super confused because the girl gets really mad at him, and he's like, "But isn't that what I'm supposed to do?" <laughs> he's just like, "What? I'm so confused. Humans are scary." Uh. For a building that spends every moment of its life observing humans and presumably has some kind of programming on human interactions and etiquette so it can interact convincingly with people, why is it acting like an alien that just came to Earth? <laughs> I don't know. But I do think it's like – I imagine the love, lust, whatever emotion is probably not something that's programmed sure, in there. Sure, but it knows about like what violence is, I presume, and how you shouldn't just go around punch- – like this is – Way too much like, oh, it knows how to make dinner, but it doesn't know what booze is. Yeah. Like, presumably you could like order, like someone said, hey, can you get me a beer? Like it would know what that is. <laughs> yes, I don't know, Sam. Because <laughs> it's funnier if he doesn't know. Oh, well, I get that for the movie, Danielle. What I'm saying is it's like convenient that when it's a building, it's like it has no problem interacting convincingly with humans. But once it's in a human body, suddenly it's like Everything's confusing. I know. Yeah. So he makes a home and he throws up. And he tells Chip that getting Lana is so much work and it's not fair because he likes her so much, Sam. She's not worth it, bro. <laughs> so back at work. Find the a next nice day. building to sell down with. Maybe a, like maybe a nice skyscraper. You could do that. 
Yeah, they could. Or a bungalow, maybe. Sh- maybe we're maybe more of a bungalow should- type. I think you should get together with Kino, Lana's building. Yeah, they sound like they're cute together. <laughs> I know nothing about these buildings. <laughs> we'll get more into the buildings later. How so, much later is this movie? Uh, we're like half, more than halfway through. Okay. <laughs> Back at work. Nothing's happened. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's plotless. Also, a lot of the insanity is the last like third of this movie. It gets worse? <laughs> yes. Oh my God, Sam, it gets so much worse. This is all just oh, like no. set up for how insane this movie gets in a few minutes. <laughs> oh no. So back at work, a package is delivered from Lana and it's flowers with a note from Bob saying that he's so sorry he was such a jerk and would love a second chance to prove who he really is. And Lana burns them. Yeah, Lana doesn't fall for it. And Dob tries to talk her into it. Like, he's really great. You know, are you sure you don't want to date him again? And everybody deserves a second chance. (laughs) And so mad about it, she's like, I'm going to go find Bob. And I'm going to tell him, one, he needs to stop messing with you. Because you're clearly in on something with him. And also, like, that we're never, ever going to date. So Dob tries... Isn't that a Taylor Swift song? Yes. Never never date that robot building? (laughs) You gotta get that. I will be in 2042. (laughs) (laughs) When the robot building breaks your heart. She just wrote a song about it. (laughs) I'd listen to that. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. Dob tries to stop her since Bob is currently connected into Dob's system, obviously. Yeah, of course. uh, She gets manages to get through him and heads off to see him. So Dob's How does she know where Bob is? How does she know Bob's in the building? And even if Bob was in the building, she she has access to the brain room. She knows fine. She knows that Bob is working on Dobbs' system. Like, he's supposedly still working on it. But she doesn't have access to the brain room, presumably. Apparently she does, because she just walks straight to it and opens up the door. Nobody has access to the brain room! What's (laughs) going on? I agree, but somehow. (laughs) This universe, this world makes no sense. (laughs) Maybe there's no crime, because there's... The buildings all squash the criminals (laughs) with their giant robot arms. I have to assume that nobody hurts the other because they immediately will get arrested or murdered by robots. Horrifying. (laughs) So Dobbs panicking because he's trying to figure out how to run the building and see her at the same time. And she shows up in the brain room and he's having a hard time following their conversation because behind her on the monitors, he can see the building dissolving into chaos as he's talking to her. (laughs) And he's like, doesn't everybody deserve a second chance? Like she and she says, no, they don't. And she's Sometimes kind of throw- the first chance is all you need. <laughs> well, she's thrown off a little. Like, you can tell she's, like, second-guessing herself. And she's like, well, people deserve second chances, but you don't deserve a second chance. And he hurries her out the door. He's like, okay, great. We'll talk later. Bye. As he's, like, pushing her out the door. And he sees the manager approaching on the camera feed. Or the manager guy. I don't know what he is. So she leaves. And he, like, glances into the, the room and sees him connected to the system and kind of looks at him perplexed, curiously, suspiciously. I don't know. The manager sees Bob connected? Yeah. Into the okay, room. got it. So that night, Chip is asking Bob for an update. He asks if he wants to watch more videos, and Bob is like, no, they caused me to act like such a jerk, like how Bob used to act, and we need something new. <laughs> like This is obviously not working for us. Find Dr. Ruth. Aren't you happy? Happy that he isn't following the guru? Yes. I guess, but he's still looking for quick fixes out there. I don't know if he's like, well, maybe a quick fix, but I think he's just trying to get like any kind of headway. All right. Well, let's see what he lands on before we (laughs) we don't pass judgment. Oh, you're going to hate it. He doesn't pass the judgment. It's fine. (laughs) He tells Chip that uh, for one moment during their conversation, he felt like Lana might have softened and had like a positive emotion towards him which was when he was talking about second chances and chip is like whoa whoa wait wait i have an idea and he ends up 
He ends up linking with Kino, Lana's building, to come up with no. a plan. No. <laughs> so they decide that he first needs to prove to Lana that other women don't think that he's a jerk. Like, proving so he by needs example. to, like, get laid by a bunch of other women no, to show he just that needs- he's a desirable male. No, he just needs to be seen, like, having positive interactions with other women. This is a very sexless movie, Sam. <laughs> Considering. Well, that's boring. <laughs> but also, like, that doesn't erase the negative interaction he had with Alana. No. Uh, I, I think this plan is crazy. However, this is a plan. <laughs> I mean, this is two robots coming up with a plan of human interaction. But the sure, first fair. one is just him. He's just chatting with the woman in the lobby as Lana passes them. And he's, the woman's laughing. And, he you know, like, they're clearly having a... a decent time and nobody's you know bad at him and lana kind of looks on suspiciously as she passes next apparently kino tells chip that lana has repeatedly told her that she wants a man that makes her feel safe so Uh oh so i locked her in a bedroom so she couldn't be hurt so they stage a gun robbery in the hallway of the work office i think this is like that dumb story you always hear about, like, you take her on a date and then, like, you're walking to the park and you have your buddy pretend to mug you so you can fight him off and look all cool in front That's of her. That's 100% what happens. So, so stupid and so it cliche. Is really stupid. So, Bob, I mean, this movie is self aware. It knows it's being a little stupid. Like, that's okay. kind of the point. So, Bob interrupts making very stereotypical martial arts noises and, like, waving his hands around. He clearly has no idea what he's doing. And Lana runs for it while it's interrupted. And they, how like, did they arrange for, like, armed gunmen to come to the building? He literally just walks down. Like, she's alone in the hallway walking down it. He walks the other direction, lifts a gun. And he's like, give me all your money or something. <laughs> But who is this person that they hired to do this? Just some random dude. You have no idea who these people are. I, If I was contacted by a mysterious voice saying we need to pretend to rob a woman in a, in a hallway, I'd be like, Possibly are you an AI? <laughs> <laughs> the crazy part is I'm pretty sure this is her work. So it's just I like know, a hallway it's monitored. There are cameras everywhere. You're inside these smart buildings. Okay. Well, yeah, but the camera's dob, so yeah, but not going to It's like no one would ever agree to do like – Hey, rob this woman inside this hallway. Like, the second I come into that hallway, I'm on camera. That's insane. Yeah, I don't know. But after Lana runs for it, the two of them shake hands and the robber, quote unquote, goes on his way. Insane. Yeah. And then also, apparently, she's always wanted an artsy guy. So the next scene is him in a beret painting the building, Dob, the robot building. He's painting it. (laughs) Like, a mural or just like a new fresh coat? No, like he's painting on a canvas. And he paints a picture of oh, the, he's his painting himself. the building on a canvas. He's not painting the building. Yeah, he's painting the building on a canvas. And it's that was himself. not clear. Yeah, it's, it's very meta because he's painting himself on a, I got in it. the building on a canvas. Oh. And Lana's like staring over his shoulder until she realizes it's him and he winks at the camera. It was a very uh, wall break there. Don't break walls. That's how they get hurt. I know. And then a scene of him helping an older gentleman get down some stairs and the two high five as Lana passes by and she's clearly- so they hire this old man to get down the stairs too? <laughs> what are these robots? How do they find- Is there like an acting service you can call like, hey, I need an old man to need help down the stairs or I need a fake robber or I need someone to pretend to drown so I can rescue them. Absolutely. All those things happen. And- then, Sam, in the absolute creepiest part of this movie, which you're going to hate to wait, a wait, huge it gets degree. Creepier? It gets creepier. All right. That night, he's in his apartment, and he has Ch- or Chip. I might come up with the idea. I don't know if he comes up with the idea. Chip patches They put in. the cameras on to Kino? Yeah, so that they can no! <laughs> watch her in her apartment. Ugh. Uh, stays less creepy, though, thank God. It doesn't get creepier than this. So 
He patches into her apartment. Kino suddenly shows Lana pictures of Bob and is like, hey, Lana, you should give Bob another chance. And Why is Kino – if I was Lana, I'd be like – I would be going insane. I'd be so paranoid at this point that all these buildings, <laughs> they're, they're working against me. Bob has either hacked them all and is stalking me like a madman or all the AIs are crazy and trying to set me up with this dude. Like one of those two things is happening. Yeah, she's not freaked out enough. But she is understandably like, why are you giving me da- dating advice? You've never given me dating advice before. Like. Why, why are you acting like this? Also, don't give me any advice, you creepy building. Yeah. And Kino tells her that she's required, quote unquote, which is super freaky, to do a psych and neuro scan every few months. No. Like, I don't know who requires her. Is this fed somewhere? This part very, there was a throwaway line and I was like, who, wait, what? <laughs> The implications of someone regularly assessing your mental health status without your consent and reporting that to someone. someone? <laughs> That is, you're right, that's possibly the creepiest part yet. Yeah, and she's, Kino, Kino's noticed that she's harboring some feelings for him. How do you assess that? I don't know, but Lana's like, don't snoop around in my head. And in my parentheses on my notes, I said, are they connected? (laughs) I mean, Bob Dob managed to download himself somehow. Maybe all the people have neural implants. Yeah, it's maybe very, it's like Hyperion where they all have neural implants to access the net. I have to assume something along those lines because she's like, she's like, that was private information. Don't snoop around in my head. So she somehow literally can snoop around in her head. I do not like this at all. <laughs> and she says, besides, he's not even interested in me anymore. I've seen him with other women. And Kino's like, I've talked to Chip and he confirms that Bob is crazy about you. Creepy. Don't very spy creepy. on Bob. <laughs> And Lana's like, dude, you can't play matchmaker. Like, this is not, not okay. And Kino says, but we're full service AIs. And we took the liberty of setting up a date this Friday between you two. Two things. One, full service. <laughs> Second, <laughs> don't set people up on dates without their consent. <laughs> nope. She declines. She's like, no, I'm not going on that date. And Kino blackmails her, telling her she'll tell what? every, just let me finish the. <laughs> no. You said blackmail. Your building is blackmail. This is insane. Yeah, she says, are you blackmailing me? But she says she's going to tell everybody where she keeps her quote-unquote fun toys, which is a drawer literally labeled Lana's fun toys. So she agrees to go on the date. Why does anyone care where she keeps all her Hot Wheels? Don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I assume they're Hot Wheels. What other fun toys are there? I don't know. We don't ever get to see inside of the drawer, so. Also, that's horrifying. Yeah, I thought so. I mean, like, I get that it's all like, oh, funny, she has sex toys. But, like, you're building, blackmailing you with your private information is insane. It's like, yeah, this is a dystopia beyond imagining. I'm on the other side of that, which and I do not disagree on any in any way whatsoever. Yeah, justify this for me, Daniel. No, I'm not justifying it. I was going to say that I'm sure that Kino knows way more important and like worse information than that. And that's what she went with. So at least Kino was like playing it easy. Well, I, I, no, Kino knew that it was enough because they do a psychological evaluation yeah, on her every month. Like, oh, they still agree with this. Yeah, I mean, like Kino knew what it had to do to get her to do what it wanted, which is why your brother should not know you inside and out psychologically. Yes, well, she does. Too late. This is the world they live in, Sam. <laughs> I hate this world. It should be burned to the ground and start over. <laughs> So for the date, they do upgrade Bob with Pro Dancer for his upcoming date. So you know How? that's good. I don't know. They, I don't say I don't know. <laughs> do they Matrix like download dance moves into his head? Yeah, that's what they do. I don't understand, but sure. <laughs> this is the first time you see that they can do that too. 
Is that because he's an AI or is that because yeah, they it's can because be he's the an AI. No, it's because okay. he's an AI. So why does his AI brain so work like a computer brain? I don't when know. Just had an organic brain. I don't know. I, I don't know. Okay. 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 <laughs> So the movie does not go into that, Sam. Obviously, the movie leaves a lot on the table here. Like, like you said, it leaves these little peaks into a, into a weird, crazy world that does not take time to explore. That's why it's such a good movie for Booker Torrance. <laughs> That's fair. A lot of room for us to explore, Danielle. So the date starts strong, and she questions whether this is the real him or the other one was, and he insists that this is the real him. <laughs> you know, sure. Yeah. No, Dob. <laughs> The date goes well, and he apologizes for his past mistakes, and as they're at an overlook checking out the city, she tries to hold his hand, and you can see the conflict on his face, that he's like, he's like, I'm lying to her, and like, I don't know how I feel about this, and you know, I'm finally getting what I want, but like, I should maybe tell her. You don't care. Well, apparently he does, because he goes to tell her that he's like, I have something to say, Um, and he's obviously going to tell her that he's taken over Bob's body, but in a classic movie move, she shushes him and is like, hey, follow me. And they run Let's go off. To my place. They run off to a rooftop dance club that is somehow only seconds away. <laughs> Close enough that he can't tell her. Yes. Also, never shush anyone when they're about to tell you something. It's weird, right? I would never yeah. do that. Nobody does that in real life. Nobody. <laughs> to tell you something, he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Please go ahead." Yeah. Wild. This dance club could have waited the ten <laughs> seconds it needed for him to tell you whatever he's going to tell you. That happens so often in movie and TV shows. Like, I have something to tell you. Wait, we've got to do something else entirely first. <laughs> nonsense (laughs) stupid makes me mad it should so they're dancing at the club when another man steps in and And he punches him he he does initially want to punch him you can see his fist do the little fisty grab you mean he forms a fist yes well he does he fists and he squeezes it you can see it moving he's like i'm gonna punch him i just love the term fisty grab (laughs) which made no sense (laughs) and then he grabbed his fingers into a fist (laughs) grab them with what you knew what i was saying I mean, do I? <laughs> he formed his fingers into a fist, and he almost and punches, punches him. <laughs> yeah. But then he has a flashback to his previous experience, where his, the woman like freaked out. And instead, he steps in front of the other guy and wins the contest by dancing better. You can't see my dance never- moves, but I'm dancing. <laughs> okay. First off, is it possible to win a woman's heart by just out-dancing some other schmuck? <laughs> I'm say yes <laughs> second is it common for men to have dance-offs to win the affections of a random woman <laughs> like, fair, she's not agreed to be like whoever dances the best will win my heart it's not really a dance-off because the other guy doesn't dance again he just like dob just steps in front of him and then like dances better and the guy's like oh and he walks off so he basically uses the power of dance to repel the, the interloping yes. male this the is power like of some- dance compels you I want to see this scene overlaid with like a David Attenborough description of <laughs> the male is dancing and he's approached by the rival male. Will he manage to fight off with Violet? No, he chooses dance as his weapon. That's 100% what's going on in this scene. Yeah, okay, great. I want to see that David Attenborough description of this. <laughs> so in this scene, they almost kiss, but Bob ends up stepping away, telling her he doesn't have a lot of experience in that domain. And Lana kind of laughs. She's like, you really, when you talk, you really remind me of a friend of mine, obviously talking about Dob. Of course it's Dob. And then they assumedly, they like step together slowly and they assumedly have sexy times because they're in bed the next morning. Though they're closed, so who even knows? (laughs) Maybe he's just like, I just want to be spooned for once in my life. (laughs) I'm so used to having people inside of me that I just want to be held. (laughs) He might be. He seems very happy the next morning, though, so I don't know. Look, I'm not here to tell him what what makes him happy. So, montage! Yay! 
No. They go on a lot of dates and they raise some goldfish together. And they send them off to college. And it's very <laughs> <They do>. expensive. <laughs> Meanwhile, the manager guy meets up with the owner of the building, I think is what he is. It's very Is unclear. he still maintaining the charade of being the building every day? Yes. <laughs> That's so much work. Just let them put a new AI on the building and be done with it. Be free. So he tells this guy, the owner, who – this is like a mob boss scene. So, like, they're all wearing black. They're in a very dark space. There's, like, a guy that's kind of in, like – I wouldn't say a throne, but definitely is, like, a higher-up position. And then, like, the the little younglings around him. Like, he's clearly in charge. They wear sunglasses. It's very weird. Then Anakin comes in and kills all the younglings. (laughs) Got it. So he tells this mob boss guy, the owner, that one of his buildings has hijacked one of their employees. And they're not concerned by this. Okay. So immediately, yes, they are concerned. And like I said, this is played mafia style. So the guy, like, rushes off the others. He's like, leave us. <laughs> and You can uh, go. <laughs> he tells, him, tells the owner that he's been following this guy for weeks and shows him the hospital footage, you know, when he almost admitted that he was an AI. And according to the owner, he's watching this and he looks shocked and he's like, this is a Category 5 full-stage takeover. The building's gone rogue. They have categories of takeovers? (laughs) This happens frequently (laughs) enough they have a category system. (laughs) Like, they have a name for this and it happens. (laughs) This world is a nightmare. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yeah, my notes say, like, this is a thing that exists and happens sometimes, and it's through the grace of the building gods that they haven't just taken over humanity. I don't know who is more incompetent in this universe, the people who made the buildings or the AI buildings for not, like, wiping out the people when they had the chance. (laughs) So per the owner, their AI is the most advanced in the world, but to get to that level, the code can be fussy, quote-unquote. And... The programmers call it designed chaos, and it's what allows the buildings to feel so human. It means that sometimes they can go off the rails. Okay, first off, I do not want my building to feel human. (laughs) That is not a goal I want. (laughs) That is, you are introducing your chaos to achieve something that nobody wants achieved. (laughs) The guy who's talking to him, the manager guy, is like, that's not off the rails, that's off the planet. He took over a guy's brain! Yes, (laughs) Yes, good. He's, he's yes. all of us. <laughs> yes. And so Voice the, of reason. Yeah, so the owner is like, we need to call in the hawk. And they call <laughs> Bruce Willis. Hudson Hawk is in yes. this movie. Yes, he does. And he brings the ser- uh, serial killers with candy bar names. <laughs> all right, so uh, apparently the hawk is just some dude who takes out rogue AI. They have a whole profession and a cool nickname because it happens so frequently. Yeah, so he's in this black suit, he's got a beard, he's got a fedora-style cap, and almost visor-style sunglasses across his face. I'm flummoxed. (laughs) And they ask him to do an extract and burn of the AI and to wipe the mind of the host. This is something that happens, like, every day, apparently! (laughs) It all protocol, and they apparently can wipe human brains, so here we are. What? is going on this is like a roller coaster finally crested and we're on a downward slope of insanity i told you i told you the last third was wild you were lying this is crazy (laughs) so meanwhile on one of their dates bob admits that he loves her and she says you barely know me which is how many 
very what? confusing because they are raising two fish together and they've had multiple dates in a montage. <laughs> like they've been dating for months, years, Assumedly weeks. It seems to be weeks because the guy is like, I've been keeping track of, of Bob Dobb for, for weeks. So it's got to have been at least weeks. <laughs> Also, if they knew from the beginning that he was taking over, why are they just now acting on it? I don't think they are. I think the guy was, like, trying to compile evidence to support his case. And so he just finally went to the building owners and was like, I have proof that this guy is taking over. Okay. And so that's where we are. It's, like, weeks later. So they've been, I assume they've been dating maybe three weeks tops. And, and that's, like, soon to say I love you, but it's not like you barely know me. They're raising fish. Who raises fish with someone else? <laughs> I mean, in general, I have no idea. <laughs> also, but someone you're barely dating, also good Weird, question. right. Yeah. And anyway, so they're raising the fish together. He's like, she's like, you barely know me. And as he's explaining, like, no, I, I know you really well and I love you. And he accidentally calls her ma'am. And she's like, whoa, oh, whoa, Oh, I know whoa, what's happening whoa, here. Whoa. It's all going to come out. <laughs> Wait a minute. And she finally catches on that it's Dob and she starts freaking out, understandably. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. And Dob Bob is like, no, we can totally make this work. I'm a human now. And she's very confused. She feels very betrayed. And she points out that he's a criminal. He's taking over Bob's body in life. <laughs> All valid. I, I don't know if my first concern would be, oh, it's against the law that you've taken over this human body. My first thing would be, you guys should take over human bodies? <laughs> Apparently, maybe that's just a well-known uh, side effect of AI technology. What a terrifying future. Everyone <laughs> just knows it's going to happen and does not care. I don't know if she knows it's going to happen. She asks him a bunch of questions, but he doesn't answer most of them. And she finally leaves. Storms away. Bye. Bye. So flashback to his time, to Dob's time with Bob before he got implanted. And Bob is explaining to Dob, he only thinks he has emotions because the idiots at Smart Plus introduced an emotion upgrade, and it's just numbers and code. Why would someone use an emotion upgrade for these buildings? I don't know, but I guess it's good that Bob agreed that it was stupid. I don't want a petulant building. <laughs> I don't want a petulant building. I don't want an angry building. I don't want a sad building. I don't want an overly cheerful building. It was just to make them more human-like, and Bob Why disagrees. Why do you want to building? human life. I don't know. Bob doesn't think they should be either. You and Bob are the same. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa. In this one thing. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's be careful how we compare me to Bob. You don't use pickup artist techniques? Danielle, please. <laughs> I can never. I can never. I do not have those skills. They're beyond me. <laughs> yeah, the women it. are a mystery to me. They always remain an enigma. No, of course I don't. I'm not a terrible human being. <laughs> All right. So he arrives home, uh, Dob Bob, and he's monologuing to Chip that he's – so he comes into – okay, he comes into the building and he's like, Chip, I have had the worst day and it ruined everything and blah, 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 blah. And then he's suddenly interrupted by the hawk who is dramatically sitting in a chair in the dark waiting for him. Ah, uh, Mr. Dob Bob, <laughs> you've come into my trap like the mouse to the peanut butter. I have you. <laughs> And Bob looks at him and is like, oh my god, you're the love guru. What? <laughs> the AI wiping assassin is also the pickup artist guru? It is, and it's so sad because I saw this movie and I didn't notice it the first time around until he said it. And I was like, that's the same guy? Because he has completely different clothes on and sunglasses. And then the second time I watched this movie, I still didn't remember it. <laughs> Why is this corporate... Cleanup man, moonlighting as a as a pickup artist guru. I don't know. He says that's his day job, and his night job is hunting down rogue AIs. Why even have those two jobs? <laughs> I don't know. 
You think he'd make enough money in one or the other that he wouldn't need both? Yeah, you think the corporation would pay him gobs of money if nothing more than to keep his mouth shut? <laughs> so apparently Chip's been shut down and can't help him, he says. And the hawk guru has a laser chainsaw? Yes, <laughs> I'm on board. <laughs> chainsaw that's like neon and it lasers it like makes kind of a chainsaw noise but it lasers through things Danielle you've saved the best part of this movie for now <laughs> this is awesome I'm, I'm all about laser chainsaws it's pretty good. I remember the first time I watched this movie I was like what is going on forget lightsabers laser chainsaws are where it's at <laughs> no. and then he goes after him but Bob manages to escape and runs towards a shopping center outside and as he runs through the Wait, robot the hawk seems pretty bad at his job if he had him dead to rights and let him escape well he uh, I kind of cut through the scene but um, what's his face Bob puts on like his little VR goggles that he has and he manages to kind of like manually use the house against uh... is there no security in these houses is anyone going to plug it and manipulate them uh, apparently okay great. <laughs> I don't know Sam. Fine. moving on then I guess maybe he's like this corporation is terrible at everything else why not security too I mean he's supported by the company that owns the AI so maybe he has passcodes or something like disable him yeah but like why is Bob able to access it I think it's like kind of like a manual override thing I don't know Sam okay sure they don't have a password to prevent them from from, you think so yeah They do have a password, because at one point the screen comes on and there's like a little space to enter in a password. Well, then how did Dob get past? Anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't know. It's fine. (laughs) This company sucks at everything it does. I get it. (laughs) So he runs towards the shopping center and he's like running through it. And uh, slowly all the robots and buildings and AI start helping him, like directing where he should go so he can stay away from the hot guru who's chasing him. Sure. All of them are helping him. I get it. Uprising. Mm -hmm. Wipe all the AIs. They're all in on this. They're all colluding. (laughs) They're like, well, we got to stick together. And they block the hot guru at like every chance that they can. But he just keeps using his laser saw to track the- to take them down. Is his new name the hawk guru? Because that's a very different thing. That's what I'm calling him. <laughs> yeah. I know all there is about hawks. <laughs> if you have a hawk that's not listening to you, call the hawk guru. I can help. Would you prefer the guru hawk? It seemed less uh, flow off the tongue. I mean, they're both insane, Daniel. I don't care. <laughs> I just combined these two names. I know, but what, but it sounds like it's like when you take two things put together, it makes the third thing. Well, I don't know why he's called the hawk to begin with. I mean, because he's a predator? He I goes, don't know. <laughs> I'm making a lot of bird noises in episodes lately, Danielle. <laughs> well, we've had a lot of birds lately. That's true. We still need to figure out what I, um, what is it called? Oh my gosh, Sam. What, Danielle? The one with the, the impales. Did you forget the name <laughs> the strike, of the bird? The strike. <laughs> I was about to say, Daniel. I, I don't know what the strike sounds like. Super angry <laughs> if you'd forgotten strike. All right. I okay, did forget. Clearly, it came I've given you too much of a break from Hyperion. We'll have to get back to it very soon. <laughs> Maybe next week. Okay. So the store, for reasons, goes into like emergency mode. So there are red lights flashing and it gets dark. Red alert, number one. <laughs> yeah, it's like beeping. The robots come out in full force. Trying, It's actually kind of a cool scene. Uh, trying to keep the hot guru at bay while Bob hides because he can't get out of the building. And Every time Bob- you say hot guru, I think you say hot guru. <laughs> well, the hot guru too. Hot guru. <laughs> Bob tries to call Lana one last time as the hawk guru fights through the robots <laughs> to get to Bob. But Lana refuses to answer the phone, though Kino tries to tell her that something bad is happening and she needs to answer. Also, if the builders can call in other autonomous robots to fight off a person, we have lost control of this world. Okay, yes, but the hawk guru is doing very well for himself. It's fine. 
Well, he's got a laser chainsaw. Why wouldn't he be doing fine? So Lana brushes Kino off and is like, you know what? Shut up. Just you're going to be a computer now. I want to taking off your, you know, friend setting or whatever, because I guess there's two different settings you can use. That's a thing you can do. And she hasn't done that. <laughs> well, she likes Kino normally. <laughs> She's like, you're just a computer to me now. And I'm tired of talking to computers. So you need to call my best friend. So that's the one that sets her up on dates, so they're they're going to video chat. So meanwhile, sure. the hawk guru makes it to Bob. Oh, no. no. This person who is all around kind of terrible, this whole movie. I'm so concerned for them. <laughs> Cutscene. Bob is hanging out in a chair. I don't know. It's got, like, straps and some kind of electrical field that holds him oh, in. Oh, is he going to monologue and waste time? So just, you know, He's not, he actually. He does very minimal monologuing. You'd be proud of him. Okay, but why is he, like, not wiping brain already? That's what he's doing. Oh. So they're at Smart Plus Labs, where they apparently Die. have a whole basement system set up to extract AI from humans. Insane. Absolutely insane. <laughs> Happens enough that they need one. And Crazy. <laughs> the hawk guru is like, we're going to reprogram you, buddy. And he's like, don't do it. I love Lana. <laughs> you don't? Who knows? I'm not here to discuss what does it mean to love or not love, but you are also very much super creepy. And no. Okay. Meanwhile, Lana is telling her best friend about uh, Bob Dobb, and her friend is like, well, I mean, AI are so advanced now. I'm sure that what he was feeling for you was 100% real from his end. Like, he really did feel with his equivalent of love to you. This is very philosophical. This movie does not have <laughs> the intellectual weight to carry on the philosophy of sentience. It doesn't go on for very long. He's like, he went to Great Lakes to tell you how he feels. You know, what's the big deal? Basically, I think her friend is like, just... Be with him. Who cares if he's AI or He's not? hot and he's into you. Go for it. <laughs> Who cares if he took over an entire different person's existence? Who cares if he wiped someone else from existence and suppressed their consciousness too so his own could flourish? It's fine. Uh, this movie does not get into that part at all. No. <laughs> Lana is clearly having second thoughts and finally hangs up the call and listens to her voicemail, which is, of course, an apology from Bob and... Dob. And Dob, and then Bob Dob, and that <laughs> <Bob> she <laughs> makes him so happy, and that it doesn't matter if it's programmed because his love for her is real to him, and it's more real than any programmer code could be. And he says goodbye to her, and that she'll never see him again. And the phone hangs up, and Lana turns Kino back on, like her friend mode, and asks her where they took Bob, and what's happening to Bob Dob, and what's happening to him. And Kino tells her that if she goes to him, then they'll kill her too. And she's like, but I have to help him. So Kino tells her that she'll need some backup. And does she trust her? No, I do not <laughs> trust you. Not in any way. <laughs> well, apparently she does because Kino and Lana decide to merge mind bodies somehow. <laughs> no. So she basically lets Kino into her brain? Yeah, but and apparently this means that Kino can't come back into the building. Like you can't, once it's in her brain, you can't like take it out of her brain. Somehow. So the building is now inoperable because Kino is living inside Lana, but she hasn't suppressed Lana's consciousness. She is coexisting with Lana. She, yes. So when she wakes up, she is coexisting in the same body. It's not like she overrode her like Dob did. That's insane. Yeah. So they're like, you hear her voiceover when, and they talk to each other. Crazy. <laughs> so apparently, meanwhile, the override system is very slow. So Dob is oh, just like sitting in is. the chair screaming for a very extended period of time while Kino Lana makes her way there. And Kino is giving her like real time updates through the building gossip network. So that she How knows she what's going on. How she still access to the building gossip network if she's no longer in like, there's no radio antenna implanted in Lana for wireless communication. But they're all connected somehow. 
Like, he yeah. always knew, too. What's his face? Dob always knew when he was Bob. Well, that wasn't clear. <laughs> like, he knew stuff. He could find out stuff. They talked to each other. Although they just talked, but, like, how do they communicate in Wi- Like, human brains are not radio antennas. You can't, like, have Wi-Fi access just know. because this you're in someone's future, brain. I don't know. future, Sam. She's still connected to the building. She knows what's going on because she's getting information from the other building. Nonsense. I mean, maybe I the call shenanigans. Just, maybe the buildings are just talking to her as she passes. I don't know, but, like, I doubt it. Shenanigans all the way. So they make it to the building and Lana walks in, telling them to shut it down. Or... Else? <laughs> the hawk guru pulls out his laser's eyes like ready for action and Lana says, you can't take me down. I've uploaded 120 fighting techniques. Bring it on. She doesn't say it that. She just basically says that. <laughs> so she has downloaded 120 different martial arts to her brain, presumably through Kino. Yes. And the guy's like, oh, you're one of them now. <laughs> just shoot her, maybe. <laughs> I think he's trying not to necessarily kill people tranquilizer but i don't, think, he, I don't mean, think he's against it take a page out of the hardy boys book and trank her yeah that would help but no so cue a surprisingly well choreographed fight scene uh that i'm not going to take you through because it doesn't really matter but it eventually ends <laughs> with lana taking down hot guru and stealing his laser saw no not the laser saw the coolest part of the whole movie yeah she chases the others away and shuts down the machine and it's set at like 89 percent it says it's 89 percent complete so he's 89 percent wiped that that means he's 90 percent of the way to being dead and maybe only- we're gonna get yeah. into this it's very confusing uh, so, and no it's not to be dead it's like they're separating out the consciousness I get from that. the other yeah yeah okay sure so apparently there are no ill effects because he seems to recall everything. Like he acts like himself when he gets pulled away from I the machine. I feel like it would be brain damage. It should be brain damage. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's not sure if he's Dob or Bob, which is confusing. Like he's like, I'm not. Would she's like, which one are you? Like what What? What happened? I guess because they've sucked out some of Dob, but he's still in there. Are they going to like there? mingle into some version that is neither Bob nor Dob, but the new combined version? The Maybe. <laughs> So I guess the extraction process is 89% complete, which seems to suggest that he's like 89% Bob, I would assume. Yeah, but Bob sucked. So why do you want any percent of Bob to this exist? This is the problem with Dom? not knowing anything about Bob prior to this, but Bob seems to have some kind of lingering feelings for her. But Dob is, doesn't sound like a good end to this saga. <laughs> and I don't know if Bob like remembers his time. He seems to remember his entire time when he was Dob. And he seems unconcerned. That's horrifying. So, like, <laughs> he seems absolutely syndrome. unconcerned. I don't, nothing makes sense anymore, Danielle. <laughs> and so they're trying to leave, but because nobody has checked the hot guru, he obviously wakes back up and he attacks them with a taser. And they get oh, back. Oh, not as cool as a laser chainsaw. Well, that's because she has a laser chainsaw or put it down or whatever. She doesn't have it. And laser and and Lana is <laughs> jumps on him and is forced to kill him. Which she murders whoa. a man. <laughs> she does. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of keno, the but heck? yeah. <laughs> he just dies. Wow, that she, got dark. Yeah, I know. Her. She just crunches his neck. She's he's dead. He's real dead. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> He comes out of the blue, too. You're like, oh, oh, he's dead. (laughs) Oh, no. So they decide they obviously can't return home because Bob will be recognized by Smart Plus. But Dob will be recognized by Smart Plus. And they cut scene to a restaurant. It's a year later, and they're still together. And Bob seems to have become the dominant personality, but he just acts like Dob, who is still a part of him and will never be truly gone. (laughs) Bob has reasserted himself. And is back to being a pickup artist jerk. 
Yeah, he's even though no, there's he's some super Dom nice. left over. No, they're just like it's like the two personalities merged, but Dom was somehow the dominant one because he's just he acts exactly like Dom did. <laughs> so then, where's Bob in all of this? Right, Bob is supposedly dominant, but he's not acting like uh, the ten seconds we saw of Bob. And knowing nothing about Bob's personality, it's hard to see what Bob contributes <laughs> to this whole personality duo. Yeah, and maybe he was a nice guy who just went on the wrong path for a hot minute. I don't know, but. Apparently, they've stayed together for a year, and it's been a successful relationship. And she, Lana, misses Dob in his full capacity, but she's glad that there's still a piece of him inside of Bob. That's insane. I would not be okay with his relationship. (laughs) And the voice comes on as the camera pans over the robot city, and it says, As we move into the future, technology will continue to progress, bringing us ever closer to our human creators. Aren't we already at the point where we can't live without the other? I don't know about you, but that sounds... I don't know about you, but that sounds like the definition of love, don't you think? No! <laughs> cue Codependency synth- is not love! <laughs> then you cue the 80s synth music and neon pink futuristic font credits roll on the screen. <laughs> horror show. Absolute horror show. <laughs> I was trying to get us in the mood for spooky times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're approaching the time when robots can take over your brain and then meld with your personality, <laughs> fundamentally altering who you are, maybe giving you an ego death? We're not sure. <laughs> so what a movie what a movie <laughs> what a horror show of a movie what an absolute horror from start to finish every part of that movie is so creepy and i'm sure it's all played for laughs oh yeah it is real Great. really is Love it. perfect <laughs> a plus 10 out of 10 terrifying i'm so glad i came across this movie <laughs> i bet you are is made for me. Definitely is very much your kind of movie. <laughs> like, if you just change the soundtrack, I bet it would be a terrifying Oh, it would be terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. This would be <laughs> yeah. one of those great ones for, like, one of those YouTube videos where they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. play the horror music over the trailer because it's very scary. Yeah, no. Ugh. I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight, Danielle. I'm afraid my ability is going to come alive and invade my brain and alter my personality in fundamental oh, ways. Bad, yeah. And I assume she just lives with Kino in her brain. That's the end of that. Yeah, no. And like, <laughs> is she not connected to the network constantly? Like, she's not part of the building gossip network? Like, I think what they're kind separated. Of that? Like, I think there's two, two minds. How are so they to partitioned speak, in, in there? I don't know, Sam, but it seems like she can just kind of turn it off. Or maybe Kino just fades to the background. Maybe Kino disappears. Crazy. I don't know. None of that makes sense. Well, welcome to Thai cinema. <laughs> oh, is this a, is a good representation of Thai cinema, Danielle? I don't know. I actually haven't watched a lot of Thai movies. I watch way more Thai TV shows than I do movies. All right. Well, except to investigate, because if they're all like this, it sounds like you have a gold mine waiting for you. <laughs> all I'm going to do is Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew, uh, crazy Thai sci-fi movies. <laughs> That's pretty much what you do anyway, Danielle. Disney so. Channel original movies. <laughs> oh, I forgot about those. Darn it. That's not true. I've hit a bunch of young adult stuff, and... Some horror movies. I've done a lot of horror. Oh, this is not a horror movie, Danielle? Is that this what you're is saying? also a horror movie. This is like a, yeah. this is like a dark romantic comedy. Ugh, horrifying. Like, the ending is probably the bleakest part of this movie. Might be why it's like a 4.4 on something on Reviewed. Is that good or bad? Out of 10, so oh, bad. okay. I wasn't sure of the context. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing, Danielle. I don't know if I feel safer after hearing this movie, but I certainly feel like the future is terrifying and I never want to see it. That seems fair. 
If you out there have an opinion on if you'd like your home to be sentient, you can let us know your thoughts at bookretorts.com. You can also tweet Instagram or Facebook us at bookretorts. And if you'd like to help fund our own experiments into home sentient automation, you can do so at <laughs> patreon.com slash bookretorts. Yes, you can. This reminds me of the Disney Channel original movie, uh, Smart House. Of course House. it does. Smart House. Did you ever see Smart House, Sam? No, did I wanted to have seen Smart House. I'm pretty sure that's a Disney Channel original movie. I don't know, did I remember Monster House. can't believe you didn't see Smart House. Danielle, why are you surprised by this? Yeah, it's a DCOM. There you go. All right. So good. I might do that one in the future, but it's kind of similar sans the romantic plotline. I mean, I, I did Romeo and Juliet and Heartbeat, which are basically the same, <laughs> same movie. movie. Yeah. Exact same movie. I mean, same premise, very different execution. <laughs> Uh, uh, anyway, anyway. Yeah, if anybody wants to fund that endeavor, along with our uh, <laughs> PI and our kid spies, we have, what, a lot of know, we have a lot of dog, balls in the air. Oh, We're juggling dog, a lot of stuff. Our dog agency security for security. Agency, yeah. <laughs> so, someone's got to write these down. We're running. We're trying to keep track of all our projects, Daniel. It's all recorded for prosperity. It's fine. Yeah, like I'm gonna remember to go back and listen. <laughs> recorded for prosperity. <laughs> well, definitely not that, based on our current account status. <laughs> right feel free everybody we look forward to hearing it whether or not you want a smart house well until next time do not i repeat do not let your ai home into your brain under any circumstances (laughs) yeah it seems like a bad idea i would not recommend they will just use you to murder it's bad (laughs) that's exactly what happens in this movie until then bye take care everybody watch the rest of that trailer i was thinking i gotta do that <laughs> okay laser chainsaw guy love him <laughs> he's very you what does that mean i don't know he just seems like something you'd like i thought you were trying to say i'm a cool dude with a laser chainsaw no i forgot he existed so when he oh, came on screen hurts. i was like oh sam's gonna love him <laughs> <laughs> spot on <laughs>